What's up, guys? It's David Hess from the Rising Above podcast. Have you ever thought or dreamed about starting a podcast? Well, look no further. Anchor has all the tools necessary to record a podcast from your computer or phone. You heard that right. They make it so simple. When you host your podcast on Anchor, they will distribute your podcast on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Honestly, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, which is why I host on Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. On today's episode, I had the privilege of sitting down with Kimberly and Daisy. They talk about how good food bonded their relationship and how ultimately it led them into opening a local bakery called In Kind, located in Williamston, Michigan. They discuss some of the difficulties of opening a business and how they have managed to make it day by day. I enjoyed this conversation and I hope you do as well. Please consider following me on social media for future giveaways. And if you have a story of overcoming or rising above or beating the odds, then I want to help you share it. Please send me an email or direct message. I would love to hear from you. Thank you. Welcome to the Rising Above podcast. Uh, today, I have two guests with me, Kimberly and Daisy. They are the owners and co-owner of uh, Inkind Bakery in Williamson, Michigan. And they, sorry, we have a special guest today. My cat's walking all over the table. <laughs> um, anyways, um, would you guys mind telling me a little bit about how you guys got, how you guys met and um, how you guys got started? Sorry, this is super distracting. <laughs> Uh, so we met uh, when my husband and I moved uh, to this area, to East Lansing. Um, and uh, at that time, Kim and her husband um, had been here uh, in, in this area for a while. Um, so they were uh, very gracious and invited us, uh, welcomed us, um, and invited us over for um, our first sort of uh, dinner. And uh, at that time, I don't remember what, I, I think I was traveling, I missed that dinner. Um, so my husband went to the dinner and you know packed home some le leftover. And so um, I ate the leftover like three days later. Um, and I was like, oh my God, we need to be friends with these people. <laughs> <laughs> they make amazing food. Um, so that's really how we met, um, you know, how we became friends. We bonded so over food. Where, where are you from? Uh, so I was because uh, you said you're not from the Lansing area, right? I, I was born and born and raised in Taiwan. Um, okay. I moved to New Zealand when I was 18, um, mm -hmm. and then I did my undergrad there. Came over to the United States for graduate training, um, and then um, worked in Chicago, worked in Tampa, and finally moved um, up here. Okay, wow. So you've kind of been all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? You're obviously from the Lansing area. No, actually, You're not? I grew up in a small rural farm town in Ohio. And then uh, okay. my husband and I um, both grew up in the same small farm town. And then he ended up, um, I went to Miami University along with my husband uh, for undergrad. Um, and that's in Oxford, Ohio. And then from there, moved to uh, Gainesville, Florida for my husband to complete his PhD. And then he got a job out of grad school up here at Michigan State. So oh. um, we're kind of um, all over too, um, but this is our home now. So you, you made them a meal. They were neighbors, I'm assuming, right? No, well, kind of around and the corner. Yeah. Colleagues, you yeah. know, they, my husband um, and my husband, mm, they're they were colleagues. Yeah, they're in oh, the okay. same department. Okay, so you, you made her a meal, made her family a meal, and 
you guys were hooked <laughs> and you're like we need to be friends and we must be friends i don't know if they like us or not i don't care <laughs> we'll make it work <laughs> she wants more gnocchi yes well, what's gnocchi oh like an italian uh, pasta is that what you made yeah that oh. night yeah so that kind of led into you guys starting in kind mm -hmm. how did how, how did that come about uh so 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 we sort of bonded over the over food and over uh -huh. the years we would get together the two families would get together we cook um you know we bake um and um you know uh, we had um the opportunity of like sort of bring food because uh, our husbands work for the university so we oftentimes mm -hmm. would bring uh treat let them bring treats to the department um so i think um, the the idea of sort of uh, sharing what we make and being able to, um, you know, let everybody sort of enjoy uh, the food that we make um, has always been in the back of our mind, and we we, we like that. Mm, I don't know sense of accomplishment and also sense of community where you know I think we, I don't know I bonded with people over food so I felt like you know if I can provide other people with food I, I think we there there's that kind, sense kind of, of relationship building right. and community building building, um, so we started um, talking about you know doing something that's um, a little bit more serious and we did uh, the farmers market for a while. Um, and then um, this opportunity um, came about, uh, the location in Williamstone. We, we actually never really thought about uh, opening up a brick and mortar kind of place because um, we felt like that <laughs> is a lot of commitment and it's also sort of way above our skill level. Um, but this opportunity came about um, and um, it was during COVID. So, you know, I think your brain kind of worked differently during the pandemic, especially. <laughs> After you've been stuck at home for like, <laughs> you know, I don't know, nine months. Um, and so, so we're like, sure, let's do this. Let's get a place. Um, and, and yeah, the rest is history. So when did you guys open up exactly? You said it was during COVID. Was it? Yeah. So we officially signed the lease uh, with the, um, for the building uh, back in November uh, okay. 2020. And then we opened um, four months later in February, February 6th. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> um, I think COVID kind of pushed a lot of people to start a bunch of different businesses. And unfortunately, it, it hindered a lot of businesses as well. Right. But um, well. You know, one thing that's interesting about our um, bakery is um, the name of it's called In Kind because mm -hmm. when you give away baked goods, um, or any kind of item, it's called an in-kind donation. So um, we have a little bit of a philanthropic angle um, where we don't accept tips. We donate all of those to the local food bank. That's why this is this is the reason why I want to have, have you guys on. Um, <laughs> donate the uh, unsold baked goods to the food bank as well. So we've also done some things with the local schools, um, like fundraisers or donated things, or give them uh, baked goods at cost. Um, for different events as well. So, do you know what they do with those baked goods? They donate it to for like, the food bank. Yeah, um, they give them to local families in need. So every okay. week we have a pickup um, from one of the food bank volunteers. Um, everything goes in their freezers um, at their facility, and mm -hmm. then I believe once a month they do like a, a packing uh, for the families. Okay, so uh, how much food do you guys have left over generally? It depends on if we've had a busy week or not a busy week or if we overshot it <laughs> or not. Um, yeah. But it depends. So far, I think we've done over 600 items since we've wow. opened. And then we've collected over $2,000 in tips. 
So it wow. really varies. I mean, some weeks, um, and also we also donate things that maybe are still very tasty and edible, but maybe aren't visually appealing to sell, if that makes sense. Too. So if I really <laughs> mess something up, there might be 40 little tarts that, you know, right. go that week that may, you know, just because we messed them up or something. Right. Yeah, things that cracked, things that like was a little crooked, like, mm -hmm. you know, we couldn't really sell it. Um, so right. we also donate those. People well. are picky. They like to have their cookies <laughs> looking yeah, good. Pretty. <laughs> All right, like exactly round. And so something that's a little tilted, like. How do you, how do you guys manage like being able to know how much to make every day? Oh, we don't. <laughs> That's like one thing. It's a crapshoot. <laughs> I can be very honest. We, it call, totally it, we is. call it the how many. Like the every day before the, oh, the next stressful. day. It's like yeah. how many. Yeah. <laughs> we just kind of look at each other and say, <laughs> give me a number. Right. What do you feel like? Um, right. so. And something that doesn't sell one day will be sold out the next day. So there's really no prediction in some ways. Yeah. Uh, we can predict at a high level, like we sell this many cheesecakes a month or this many moose cakes a month, but what they're actually going to buy on a particular we, Thursday, we'll have a yeah. day where the coconut blondies sell out immediately and then the next day, oh. not one will sell. So it's just very um, just different. And it can be yeah. with anything that's going to be like a certain kind of cookie or like it just, croissant. yeah, it's, yeah. it's very variable. Yeah. So no. we've given up. We've given up. <laughs> <laughs> we let things that we can't control bother us. Right, right. You know, so it's just the no how point. many. Yeah, like the how, how many. many question. So you, you said you guys kind of started off at the local um, food markets and stuff. Do you guys get most of your supplies from the food markets? Well, we, we used to. We really enjoyed trying to get to the farmer's markets and buying the local produce to include in our baked goods for the farmer's market. Now we have some um, like northern Michigan cherries that we brought in from Traverse, around the Traverse City area that oh, we wow. use. Um, but sometimes it's cost prohibitive too, but also mm -hmm. we're working now at the bakery when the farmer's market is running like right. on Saturday where we used to get our stuff from. Um, Wednesday, we're there prepping, which is another farmer's market we used to go to. And then Sunday, Daisy and I are our recovery day, essentially. <laughs> we're zombies. We're zombies by like... Sunday. So it's like, oh, we really should go. Is it just you two working there? We're the bakers. Right. Uh, so we have a couple um, staff members that help us with the uh, front of the house. Um, so interacting okay. with the customers and stuff like that. Um, we also have uh, an intern uh, from the local high school um, oh, who cool. help us with the um, baking and, you know, and, and the prep work and stuff like that. Um, but we are sort of the primary bakers and, you know, prepping everything. <clears throat> so By the time Saturday is done. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. I can only but that's imagine. something that I, I really hope, you know, in some ways we can get back to trying to fit that in the schedule. This is all very new, and we kind of went into it without a set plan. So um, we're still getting a lot of our ingredients, um, or trying to get organic ingredients, which means we're mm -hmm. having to do the shopping, too. So we are going out and getting our organic flour, organic sugar, organic eggs, and, you know, things like that, and bringing them in right. instead of having it delivered by a truck. So all right. of that takes time each week too mm -hmm. um but we wanted to try to keep that mostly organic theme um so i think it varies you know <laughs> depending on the timing yeah um now you said that you said that you, you're kind of based off of donations is that right no we're not based off of donations no. we just don't accept tips we just donate our tips, tips. Oh, okay um, just because okay. during covid um i didn't feel comfortable asking for tips you know like when you have the square you can set up right you want to, i just yeah. didn't feel comfortable but we talked about it and thought well maybe if people wanted to donate we could um 
you know, kind of pay it forward in that way. So we partnered with the food bank at the time, and um, that's what we've been doing with our chips. Oh, that's very cool. Um, <laughs> we love our customers. We have a lot of <laughs> yeah. wonderful customers. Some that we come do. in, like, um, every day since we've opened almost. Yeah. Um, a lot of fun characters uh, we look forward to. Yeah, I, I do think that, um, you know, sort of talking about food, like builds community mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, you know, we since we opened, um, the Williamston community in general and sort of the greater Williamston, East Lansing area and the Lansing area, um, people have just been so supportive. It, it, it actually is very overwhelming, um, you know, sometimes where you know, we felt like we were really welcomed. We, people were excited, you know, people spread their words, um, you know, and then um, we, like Kim said, we had, we have customer who comes in every day. Um, it's like, oh, you know, and, and will tell us that I have medical appointments, you know, next week, so I'm not gonna come in, um, so don't be <laughs> alarmed. <laughs> and so, so we, it, it just is very, it, it's very heartwarming and and you know especially thinking about the contacts um like the pan during the pandemic and you know and all that um i think we were we were very appreciative well kind of kind of sounds like you guys came in at a good time because you're able to help establish like a, a sense of community within the williamston community hopefully we <laughs> <laughs> we, we contributed uh and pulled out weight now how many things are you guys baking and selling a day what do you guys typically make uh, so we usually have about eight to nine types of cookies, um, you know, um, and then about four or five types of um, sort of pastry type of sweet pastry type of items. So, you know, croissants, almond croissants and stuff like that. And usually four or five types of savory um, kind of um, pastry items. So, um, you know, a bacon and egg croissant or a, mm -hmm. um, you know, ham and cheese uh, biscuit. Um, and then we have um, other sort of um, muffins, um, blondies. Um, we have uh, in our Coke case, um, individual sized cheesecakes, um, mousse cakes, um, you know, and things rotate uh, throughout the season. <clears throat> so in the summer, we make um, cannoli, we made um, cake pops, key lime pie, key lime pie uh, ice cream sandwich. That's a little bit more summery flavor. I think in the fall, we're going to transition into maybe more maple syrupy kind of um, that sounds sort good. of uh, uh, <laughs> like a fallish like uh, flavor. And we also make um, homemade or handmade uh, cinnamon rolls too, which are pretty popular. Okay. Um, and those take quite a while to make too. So right. they're, um, I don't know. Cinnamon roll days are fun. <coughs> cinnamon roll days, fun days is the day. It's like, oh no, it's not <laughs> cinnamon roll day. <laughs> so do you guys typically have specials of the day? Um, how do, do you just kind of make whatever? Do you have a, a, like a, yeah, we we make whatever. We also <laughs> respond to customer like request. Um, so we will get calls and saying that could you do you have any X? Um, we've made like vanilla bean cheesecake, which we don't usually make. Um, you know because a customer mm -hmm. called and would like that. Um, you know we've made um, cannoli. Um, I think we make cannoli. A, for a while and then it went away we, we were getting a little bored with it. <laughs> and then the customer were like where where is my cannoli <laughs> we're like okay we'll we'll bring, bring them back, back. <laughs> um, yeah so we, we change up the uh, flavor so now it's a pistachio cannoli so we don't so we 
we wanted to play with like different flavors and stuff like that. See what works and what doesn't. Yeah, and and hopefully it works with a customer and customers respond. Now, well. do you guys do like um, like wedding cakes or birthday cakes? Nothing like that. <laughs> no, we um, outsource those to um, the sweet cake company. So okay. uh, Shana, who owns that, uh, she does beautiful wedding cakes and like the fancy birthday cakes. So like, mm. if you want a dinosaur birthday cake or a birthday cake in the shape of a handbag, yeah. that's Shana. <laughs> Um, so That's she, like above our side. She, <laughs> she helps us out sometimes. Like, so when Daisy wants to go on vacation or whatever, she'll cover for us. So oh, we cool. have like a very um, great relationship. Um, so if this one wants custom cupcakes or things mm -hmm. like that, um, we typically uh, collaborate with Shana. She just does, does those orders for us. Um, but we will do like just a simple, you know, two layer chocolate cake or a vanilla cake. Right. That is tasty but it doesn't it's not in the shape of a handbag right <laughs> now how did you guys learn to bake so good obviously it's good because you guys are still open, <laughs> We're still open. <laughs> great question uh so my mom uh my mom is a baker uh, okay. so i sort of learned from her um and over the years like i if you want to eat you gotta make it yourself <laughs> i feel like uh so yeah so it's a lot of trial and error for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. And you? Um, I think it just comes back to I, I really like to eat good food. So I think it was more just self-taught um, where I wanted to eat a yummy dessert. And then when my husband was in grad school, we didn't have a lot of extra money to go out to do fine dining restaurants. But I really mm -hmm. wanted to eat the food. So then we kind of had to start subscribing to the Bon Appetits or the different right. magazines and that's kind of what we did every weekend we would go through the magazine and pick out um, a menu and we would we would execute that um, sometimes not great but, <laughs> but that's kind of how we started um, you know that process I mean that's how you learn right um, the one thing about baking though is I find it um, before we opened the bakery, it was like a stress reliever for me. It was like something, I don't know, it took my mind off other things. It's therapeutic. Yeah, now I, I don't know if it's like a stress it, reliever. It is. It is. That's more of a job now. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it still is a stress reliever for me. Because there is something that's like um, very satisfying when you sort of follow the steps and something yield, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and you're like, oh, this is this yeah. looks pretty or it right. just tastes great and you know and like i said seeing other people enjoying it almost right. um you know sort of trump the like um how i enjoy it like, right personally it, it's more satisfying um, right so now you said you have an intern working for you right mm -hmm. so is this a place that has like intern this availability is the or is it um talent center so um out okay. in mason i believe so it has okay. all of the different um high school, like a vocational school, mm -hmm. um, and the student that we have, um, he is in the culinary arts program, okay. and he is a, going to be a senior, so he is uh, teaching us a lot and learning a lot, right. too. I was <laughs> like, oh, so. there's something to be said about professionally trained <laughs> <laughs> people who know what they're doing. Like, no, no he's, he's been a lot he, of fun, he has too. Great. So, he has been um, great. Yeah. But what's really nice is when they come through the Wilson Talent Center, they've been trained on all the equipment. So it is nice because he can come in and he can work with the knives, he can work with right. the commercial ovens and the commercial stove and the 30-quart 
Hobart Nixers. So right. um, they come in from there already trained, just they need some hands-on experience. So it really has been a very good relationship. Is this something you guys taught yourself how to use? You taught yourself how to use all those oh. different oh, equipment? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Daisy, the... how does this work? The dishwasher <laughs> oh, especially. There's this huge dishwasher and it's glorious because each load takes 90 seconds. Wow. Is it one of those ones seconds. you put it like in a tray and yeah. you sit yeah. on a belt it and it goes and then, in? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. it's glorious. But the first time we used it, we were like, oh my God, this thing is going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> we were really scared. Yeah. I mean, there were diagrams on the wall. Like, yeah. do this, do this. And we're just looking at each other like, I don't know. You know. <laughs> we're going to turn it on and we're going to run and hide in the back. Okay? <laughs> Even just something as simple as ch the paper towels when we first got the building. Why aren't they standard? I mean, like changing mm. the towels and the yeah. dispensers. You know, we got all these towels, and we're trying to figure out how to open them. Well, there's a magical key we found hanging in the bathroom <laughs> that you have to put in the top to open it. And then we try to put the towel in, and it doesn't fit. I mean, we had like just yeah. Like who knew base, that yeah. these are, these things are not standard? Right, right. right. <laughs> really, Even just changing why? out the soap uh, for the first time at the restaurant. Uh, we're so like, why isn't that standard? Yeah. You know, we really. I yeah. kind of wish I was a fly on the wall when you guys were starting out. Oh, it was funny. <laughs> it was really funny, though. It's hilarious and frustrating at the same time. Right. But it was funny. Yeah, we will have days where we're like, we got nothing accomplished <laughs> except for yeah. figuring out how to order paper towels for these two dispensers, but not those they're, three they're over different. there because they're different. <laughs> Again, why are they not standard? Right. Oh, it's killing me. And no. I learned that whenever you're cleaning out the grease trap, Oh. That is best outsourced to professionals. <laughs> and Sadness. Yeah. If you've ever <laughs> you're not that, in your you know head. what I'm talking yeah, about. You know what we're talking right. about. Yeah, yeah. So. Mike, Michael's worked in the kitchen before. Right. Yeah. So like, those are the things like you just don't know until you're in it. And right. we didn't really plan to be in it. In it. <laughs> so, but we learned a lot. It's yeah. kind of uh, a lot of YouTubing. <laughs> yes. Like Googling and figuring out things yeah. and just... Hope for the best. Hope for the best. <laughs> so how do you guys manage, because you, you guys have said you're the bakers, and obviously you're busy baking things all the time. How do you manage that and the business side of it? Oh, Kimberly <laughs> takes care of everything. Because I would imagine <laughs> yeah, that just the somehow, business. <laughs> somehow I became the administrative person. <laughs> yes, because you're good. You're very good. <laughs> <laughs> I just outsourced to my business yeah, partner. Yeah, Daisy just likes you to You have a question? Please talk and to Kimberly. in the back. <laughs> yes. They want to speak to the owner. Daisy yeah, like, like hides here. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the owner you want to speak to. Yeah, I'm like no, no, not really. Um, no, it's some administrative stuff um, like doing the payroll mm -hmm. and the accounting and all the other things. Um, I manage that, but we do have professional resources like for accounting, and we have a, a lawyer that we have as well. Um, but we did it um, very um, methodically from the start, you know. But when we did the um, the farmers market, we already had our LLC set up. We already okay. had our uh, liability insurance. Mm -hmm. A lot of that stuff before we actually got the brick and mortar was already set up. Right. So there's additional administrative overhead that came up as a result of opening the bakery. Um, but a lot of that um, set up for like the LLC and you know for taxes mm -hmm. and things like that, um, we had to do. We didn't anticipate hiring people. I thought, right. we thought Daisy and I could do this all ourselves. <laughs> oh. And we found out all very right. quickly oh on opening day that we needed help. So oh, we oh hired, that was so chaotic. We hired some, um, our friends work with us, which is great. Um, we have Callie, um, who um, she initially uh, came to us because I said, Callie, 
um, my walls are bare, and she's an artist. And I was like, I have no money. Help me. And so she brought over some artwork. That's cool. Um, and then Jill ended up working with us because she was there taking photos for opening day. And then I'm like, cool. Jill, will you come work with us too? <laughs> so that's how we got our employees. And they really, um, you know, we're not making a lot of money. Um, so yeah. we're just having fun being together. And it's kind of like our time away from our families for fun. You know, if that makes sense. It's like we all have... Um, other things going on and it's just like a few days we get to spend together and laugh together cool. and um it's a place too where you don't have to be perfect mm -hmm. you know we try our best and what right. works out works out and if yeah. it doesn't you know oh, well. we gave it a go <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so oh, well so but we do have jerome a uh, uh, shout out to jerome he tells yes. us if we burn anything he will eat it and buy it apparently <laughs> he loves burnt things <laughs> so we always have a backup plan if we actually burn something jerome says don't throw it away, honey. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell that your guys' personalities go go together real good. You guys are obviously really good friends, and I can imagine that working <laughs> click, in an clicking, clicking, clicking. <laughs> work, yes. working in an environment, you know, like that, it, you know, where you're trying to strive for perfection. Obviously, oh, you're not going. You're not always. You're obviously not going to always reach it, but it could be stressful, you know, because I'm sure some days you're having good days, some days you're not. Oh yeah, definitely. There are definitely challenges, and these ovens have personalities. Like the equipment <laughs> we have, um, all of it came used through the property, so they're a little temperamental. So we've learned mm -hmm. a lot um, along yeah. the way. The first time we make anything in it's the failed. oven, it's always like, <laughs> is it gonna work? Uh, I don't know. You know. Did you know it's possible to burn something on the top and then it's raw in the middle? We've yeah. had a couple of those. So it's just like, it's like, oh, this is unfortunate. But we kind of laugh about it mostly. Sometimes we do get frustrated, but. Um, like we can scrape up the top. That's still edible. Yeah, right? we eat it. <laughs> you know, like all the questionable things are stacky. That's desperation times. I'm really hungry. Great. This Probably is my eight, batch three. What? Three burnt pumpkin pies? Oh. You know, like the staff are just like, you know, going for oh. it. Yeah. There are um, just days where we're like, we can't get this right. Like, right, we, we got to get this right. Like, but. But Daisy's been taking over um, the morning bake in the morning. Um, we've kind of done trying to do shifts now, um, mm. mostly because we're starting to get a little burnt out. We don't want right. to, like, you know, do, so yeah. we're kind of um, trying, we're just dabbling different ways to try to figure out what the right fit might be just mm -hmm. so that we can uh, still operate but also not get run in the ground too right so. I love how you guys I literally have, from the start it's just been a process of just trying to figure it out you've been throwing things yeah. against the wall and seeing if it sticks yeah yeah I, and I love that yeah sometimes it sticks and then other times sometimes like, it doesn't because <laughs> I, I know like, later. I know like for me I want to be able to open up a business but the, like the fears of not knowing where to start and like is is things going to go properly like it, it's obviously just going to be trial and error for the most yeah, part I think I mean, if you would have said like a year ago, would you be opening a brick and mortar bakery? I would have been like, really? Like we had to go through <laughs> food safety. Right. I mean, we didn't. We um, ended up doing going above and beyond and right. getting certified and the managerial stuff and working with the health department um, just to make sure. Like mm -hmm. MDARD, like I, I have her cell phone. I'm just like, you know, what about this? What about this? So we have a really good relationship with um, the yeah. health department and then just a lot of questions. Yeah. We're not afraid to ask questions and say we don't right. know the answer. Right. And then even, um, you know, the local business owners were very welcoming mm -hmm. when we opened. Right. Um, just and gave supportive. us a lot. Yeah, gave us a lot of tips. I, I yeah. do feel like this, um, 
like throughout this process, right? There, there are definitely trials and errors, but mm -hmm. um, there were also like a lot of supportive forces behind us um, where, um, you know, the MDART like regulatory agency was super helpful. Um, you know, the um, our neighboring business gave us a lot of tips about like when to open and you know like that what our clientele will likely gonna be looking for and stuff like that so you know again it sort of is that sense of community and we felt very welcomed and mm -hmm. we hope that we contributed to building this community too. even just the professional services like accounting and, and, a, right. and a lawyer like how do you hire employees right you know, like how do you yeah. pay people how does that work <laughs> you know they're probably <laughs> like after talking to us they're like oh my god they have no know, idea like, what's I, going I, on do not like, how do you do that yeah so in the meanwhile put your note put your hours on a sticky <laughs> like i don't know um such great management practice. i know like, yeah so what did you guys uh figure out to do in that in that situation when you we ended up using a payroll service called Gusto, which has really okay. good reviews. So it does a lot of the work for you. You pay like a monthly mm -hmm. fee, and um, but this was in, a, in conjunction with my accountant um, okay. to make sure it was all set up. So, um, and it's more you just have to go in like every um, pay period and enter the hours and things. So it's not too okay. um, much overhead on it because um, we only have the handful Couple, of right. employees, and Daisy and I don't. I mean, like, don't, <laughs> don't get paid. We don't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> we get so, paid, like, with baked goods. Yeah. <laughs> and the joy on their love. faces. Yes. That's what it is, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah. But all of that stuff, we kind of figure it out. I think sometimes you think, like, oh, my gosh, we got to figure this out. But we've, we've figured out everything so far. Right. I think our next big adventure is the Williamston Jubilee is coming up in early mm. August and we're going to set up a tent. Oh, cool. Um, but we have no idea what to expect because right? it's a craft fair and a worship festival and a duck race yeah. from the Rotary. Like a whole bunch of things are happening. And yeah, I didn't know what the duck race was about until somebody explained it to me. It's literally a duck race. You release the ducks and they run down the river or they swim down the river. and it, Whoever's you bet duck on, wins. Yeah, you bet on which duck will win. I was like, oh. What? It's very descriptive then. <laughs> I was thinking about something like a lot different. Like, so we no, set up a tent, or we said we're going to set up this little tent, which we had to borrow from one of our customers because we do not have a tent. Nope. <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. Oh, <laughs> but, gosh. But, yeah, so that's our next challenge is because um, I asked the landlord, so how many cookies do you think you would make for this event? And she said, I said, 100? She goes, keep going, honey. I said, 200? She keep going. 300? She goes, four. 400. And I said, for the whole weekend? She goes, no, just for Friday night. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my. <laughs> so uh, we just committed to this, like, last week. Um, yeah, we're like, uh, again, we commit. We sometimes do commit to things that we're, before we know what, <laughs> what, 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 what is exactly involved. Sometimes so. that's good, though, because then it just Right, right. You there, to... There's no fear, right? Right. Because right. right. we figure we'll just figure we'll it figure out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> like, like, you know, um, yeah. and, and I think this is something that we right, will right. have to kind of figure it out. Um, so we're so going to learn a lot that weekend. We're going to see, like, could imagine a duck race is yeah it's like a craft fair how long would it take to make 400 cookies it takes us two hours to make 12 batches dough of dough yeah and then we have wow. to roll it individually to, yeah. um, right. to portion it um baking doesn't take that long uh each batch um we can probably bake what 60 uh in one oven and then we have two ovens yeah so in, yeah so 120 cookies at a time right for 10 minutes, 10 minutes, yeah. Because they only did 10. But 
they have to exist for yeah sadly they don't yeah. come out of thin air no wow yeah that's insane it'll be all right it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> what's you the worst that can happen <laughs> what's the worst that can see happen? that's like that's how we like say right? that's how you get it through be, it yeah it'll be all right it'll, it'll be, be all right we'll yeah. figure it out yeah we'll figure it out <laughs> yeah. it'll be fine is that the baking cards that i find overwhelming or even the dough rolling it's the putting them in the baggies oh yeah individually individually packaging. putting mm-hmm. them like, in the cellophane bags and then like that's a right. lot of cookies that's to package. a lot i don't like wow. that part yeah, I, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like any of it. Detail oriented. Yeah, usually I make Daisy do those things. Like, it's a division of labor. I'm like, oh, this is tedious and repetitive. It's your job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it has something to do with paying people. Go deal with that. Yeah, yeah. We have more divisions here, right? Like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm more like the brute force. Yeah. Daisy's more the delicate. <laughs> Here's thirty pounds of dough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm more of that. Yeah. But that's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll make it. You'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Figured everything out thus right, far. Right now, we don't know, like, how, but... Yeah, we don't even know how to put up the tent yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to figure that out. We'll be fine. I'm a little worried about that, but... Putting up the tent? Yeah. According to Lisa, she said that it's, like, a one-button thing. Like, I was, Oh, yeah, those oh, are I nice. Can, yeah, those I nice. can deal with one-button. Anything that requires, like, connecting yeah, pieces? Yeah, no. No. <laughs> I think because we're, sh- I'm, we're on the shorter yeah. side, I think anything like that sometimes is a little tricky. Yeah. We're we'll like, figure it out. Not that short. We'll figure uh, it out. Yeah, we're, we're. <laughs> we, do, we do have friends, too. We have a lot of Luckily, friends. we're sitting down, so you can't see how short we're. We're using all our friend credits. Yeah. So we did do the SOS out to the friends. Yeah. After, yeah. like, we realized how big of an event, like, the Jubilee yeah. is, mm-hmm. um, I think I was like, we need to call our friends right now. <laughs> so get, were you guys to... invited to this, or did you, how did, how did how'd that come about? Well, we have a really good relationship with the food bank because we've been de- donating um, mm-hmm. our items to them. And I believe um, Jill, um, who is on the food bank, is also Kiwanis, is the one who's running the, the, the tent area that we're going to be in uh, for the craft show. So she um, had been meeting to connect to us. And I said, didn't you mention something about a, a tent? And she's like, oh, yeah. So that so like this kind of all came together this past week. So it'll be fine. It'll be fine. That'd be fun. Those yep. tents are easy to set up too. You okay. just literally each corner has a button. Right. You push the button and pull it up. And then, All right. We have, we have husbands oh, too, easy. but I imagine their job will just be like, we need more whatever from the bakery. The bakery door you can see almost from the park, so it's like, oh, just across mm. the street. So, oh, okay. And I imagine them carrying these like crates of things and just running them over <laughs> to us as we were like, we need whatever. You know, that'll kind of be the role that they might play. Now, now with the business, obviously it takes a lot of time to start a business. Takes a lot of time to run a ba- business and bake and all that stuff. How does what kind of toll does that take on your family? Are they involved oh, as well? My husband looked really rough after we opened because we had uh, the kids were home doing their online schooling because mm-hmm. um, of during the pandemic, and then um, I pretty much left him. Well, not left him, but like <laughs> I went to the bakery. I was like, I'm getting out of here. I've been holding with you guys for quite a while. So uh, Daisy and I opened the bakery, and we were there for some long days, um, you know, making dough, getting ready. Um, and then he had to take on the childcare uh, primarily. So he looked a little rough when we first opened, um, but he's he's better now. It was just an adjustment, I think. So um, it's also summer; it's a little easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not schoolwork to contend with as well. Um, we don't have any family that live nearby uh, because they mm-hmm. are all in Ohio. Um, so it's pretty much just Mr. Scott. 
had to be Mr. Mom <laughs> <laughs> for, a, for that period of time. But um, things have kind of, we've gotten in a rhythm now, and I think we're managing things a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the beginning, um, we both kind of just took on everything, you know, as much as we could, and now we're kind of right. getting into more of a, a rhythm. And um, yeah, but I think on the home front, things are better now. Um, I do also work another job um, for my real job. I'm an IT consultant, so I do that oh. the other days of the week. So, uh, so what days are you open? We're open at the bakery Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 8 oh. to 2. Okay. And then Wednesdays, there's always our prep day uh, just to kind of get ready for the week. Mm-hmm. So like, if we notice like the cookie dough is getting low or if we... Um, you know, and we're making key lime pies, you know, we can kind of start prepping some of those things, get the muffin right. mixes ready, right. um, all of that, um, because we bake everything um, in the morning fresh, or when I say we, now it's easy. <laughs> 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 it's all right. But um, it's been working out well because if she's doing the, the morning bake, then I can get up and get the kids ready, you know, get their breakfast at home, and then right. kind of come in and, and relieve her. So this new schedule seems to be working okay. Um, we're doing it in anticipation of the fall because my kids will be going back to school, right. and I have to do drop off and pick up. And mm-hmm. this, we're kind of just trying to get into a new rhythm. Do you work from home? I do. So it kind of makes it a little bit easier, I'm imagining. Right, right. I just need a, an internet connection. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. What about you, Daisy? Um. I think my husband is supportive, but he's also <coughs> sort of like, you're crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, so so I think I think he's like supportive, but he doesn't also want to see me suffer. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's his primary concern. Like he doesn't want to see me like super tired all the time or uh, whatever. So I think the initial period of adjustment was a little difficult i mean mm-hmm. i'm i'm usually an early riser um but like getting up at three is a, a little different <laughs> qualitatively yeah. from getting up at six right um, you know so so um and and he would come in and help uh he would do run our grocery um he would be our dishwasher sometimes um take our recycling Recycle. yeah and and stuff like that um so um so he he does come in he does our window art too yeah he does our window art um he draw pictures of our cats oh cool <laughs> <laughs> on the window so it's like a you know like a all hands on deck kind of business that's cool yeah um now like i i had said mentioned earlier it's difficult obviously to start a business and it takes a toll on your family it takes a toll on you physically and mentally and emotionally i'm sure um now what would be your advice to people who want to start a business like myself um obviously the struggle is is it's difficult and you just kind of have to figure things out but what would your guys's advice be to somebody who wants to be a self-starter that's right i don't need to be at it and we're good Daisy's the one in her cute outfit anyway. Yeah, which I'm like sitting down, so no problem. Uh, I would say to the extent that you can, get professional opinion and help and advice. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, you guys would be professionals. (laughs) (laughs) No, like uh, learning by trial and error is not like does not count as professional. Like, like, I I mean, like we at the very beginning, our accountant, our Mm -hmm. the insurance um, that we work with um, and like our lawyer um, sort of gave us a lot of good advice and helped us navigate through like some of these um, some of the questions. Right. And it really is um, a, a process where you don't know what to ask when you don't know anything. Right. Um, so, so 
almost at that stage, like having professional help gives you, like help you think things through um, and help you ask the right question because you, mm. at that stage, you don't even know what to ask. Um, so would you recommend like getting like a business uh, mentor? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, getting mentors, getting people with experience, um, you mm -hmm. know, and people in the with experience in the in the area that you want to get into, as well as sort of the background support, like the, the like I said, the lawyer, the insurance, the mm -hmm. um, the accountant. I, I think that helped us um, setting things up correctly because um, mm -hmm. I think it's always easier to do things right. Um, like sort of from the foundation right? right rather than realizing that oh crap like i need to fix this or i need to do something um over there because we didn't do this correctly so i do feel like um you know um having started out correctly was really helpful um and then really just um i i, I feel like we both have the right attitudes about this whole business as in like we'll figure it out it will be okay you know um, we're not gonna be super stressed about things, um, you know. Um, we're we're trying our best, and that, you know, sometimes it's not perfect, and but that's good, good mm -hmm. enough, right? Um, so I think having if you are going into this with somebody else, uh, make sure that you have a clear, like, sort of shared um, vision about what you're right. in this for, um, yeah. as opposed to like fighting over money or resources or whatever it might be um right. having disagreement i think um you know i think we both went in thinking that this will be a fun adventure and i think it's more important that we are in this together as mm -hmm. opposed to um we make any money or <laughs> we're not gonna make any money um, we went into that with though from the beginning was right. like this is right. not our objective was not to make money right it was to bake for the love mm -hmm. of baking and right. to give back to the local community via these in-kind donations. So right. the money, I mean, we don't want to sink. Right. But you want to be able to stay afloat. Right. right. But right. it's not for us to have money to bring back home to our families. Right. That's what we have our other jobs for. Right. So this is just purely for the love of baking and to give back. Yeah. So. Very cool. Well, is there anything else you guys would want to talk about real quick before we wrap this up? No. Is there anything so. else? Just if uh, you see two crazy ladies with a tent. Struggling. Struggling. Come and help us. <laughs> Especially if you are tall, because we are short. <laughs> now, we you guys are located in Williamson, Michigan. Um, where, where about exactly? Right next to the Sun Theater, I think is what okay. people most likely recognize when you drive down that street. Yeah, um, yeah, right, yeah. right next to the Sun Theater. Um, with Russ's lovely uh, window art on the outside. Um, and cats. Cats. Cats on the windows. Yeah, cats on the windows. Yep. Okay, and you guys will be at the Jubilee Festival in Williamson. What dates? Um, that is um, the first weekend in August, on the Friday okay. and Saturday. Um, so we'll be there um, with our little tent. And a bunch Literally. of 400 cookies <laughs> for, Friday, for, just Friday, Friday. for Friday. <laughs> <laughs> According to Don Marie, that is the target. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. It'll be fun. Well, that's cool. I'm excited for you guys. I, I love your guys' attitude, and I love that it's just been trial and error for you guys, that, that you've just, you know, been figuring it out as you go. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trial and error. Yeah, because I, I, 
I do think that there's not much else you can do, right? No, you got to yeah. do it and then see what happens and then say, well, okay, this is good, but can I do it better? Right. Um, you know, and so, so long as you kept that mentality, I think, um, you know, um, the challenges will, I wouldn't say they would go away, but, you know, you, you can deal with the challenges um, and then say that, oh, yeah, I learned something, even though the outcome is of this trial is not necessarily the best. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we can do something, try different things and figure figure things out. See what works and yeah, see what find works. what works best. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I guess with that, let's just wrap this up. Thank you, guys. Thank you.